in motion is Sewell. Goff to throw. Wants to throw it to Sewell. Oh, he caught it. Boy, yes. Sewell on first down. Oh, yes. the big man dives down to the 31-yard line. Oh, that is beautiful. Welcome to the 20 Minute Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft. And I'm excited to welcome in CJ Gardner That's Johnson. a flag if you got a 20 Minute Huddle. 20 Minute in the Huddle. That's a delay of game. That's the last name. You know, you got to use the I'm last name. You know, though. I know. All right, you're making sure. It's 12, but it's 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, too. I just skipped ahead 20 with the name, you know? It's still a flag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just meeting you, and, and already, I love yeah. it. I, the, this is going to be good. I can already tell. Well, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, new defensive back for the Detroit Lions. And let's start with this, C.J., your relationship with, with Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell. Yeah. Just how much did that play a factor in you deciding to, to sign here? Because I think it was all the way back to high school that you met Aaron Glenn, right? Yeah. What was that experience like? I'm comfortable. I think the best players play comfortable when they're around comfortable people. So I think – understanding what they're trying to build here, mm -hmm. the fight. I mean, we play here, or I played against the same team last year getting the season. Week one. And I remember, yeah, we was up, but the fight that they had, it, was, it wasn't like, we put them away. So I think understanding that, that compete, that next man up mentality, the challenge mentality, I think always carried over with AG and Dan. Even when Dan was the coach at, with uh, the Saints, I understood the intensity brought to the tight end. So for me, it was easy. I'm comfortable, ready to play ball, ready to help younger guys, help older guys take that next step because I feel like this team can do it. You just got to believe we can do it. To your point in that week one game, they fought back and, and obviously they started the season one and six, but that fight was there at the end of the year too, yeah. winning eight of their last 10 games. And it, it's really easy to maybe throw in the towel sometimes yeah. at one and six, but what does it tell you about this team, this roster, the fight that you talked about to finish the, the way they did and they were so close to making the playoffs? True football players. Like a lot of football players that tuck their tail, all right, let's prepare for next year. But a lot of these guys understood the magnitude of what what every game meant. I think me watching them at home last year, I think it was in Green Bay, when Kirby caught the first pick, called back. Sometimes players respond and the offense responds. They see a defense respond, he caught the set, he caught, he caught the pick. Yeah. Again, it was like, okay, that fight, that, okay, I'm not gonna let somebody push me over because everybody knows it's hard. Green Bay in the division at the time when Aaron was here and how he was playing, it's hard to not be the pushover. So. I think seeing that game right there and see how they fall in the cold, nighttime, everybody watching, I think that's really solidified who they really were. I think it's time for a change. I've already been on the receiving end of a little bit of it, but but the art of the trash talk. You've been known here and yeah. there to get to get under some guys' skins. It really is an art form, isn't it? And, and it, is it a part of your game? Is it to, to try to get into well, guys' heads this, a little bit? Well, this is the thing. Like, I studied the game so much to the point where it's like, I'm not attacking your game. I'm not attacking your 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 grit. I'm attacking your character. Cause your character gonna show me who you really are when it's time to go get it. So like, everybody always think, oh, you talking, oh. I ain't get a single personal foul penalty last year, but I was still able to get on the guy's skin, still able to go at him. 
sometimes about just tackling. A lot of people don't like being tackled. So I think when I tackle somebody and you can see that the minute how they get up, you don't want to play. You just let them know about it so you can close your will. How much do you pride yourself on your versatility? You obviously came into league as a cornerback. You've played nickel. You've played the outside. You go to Philadelphia. You switch. And yeah. You played some safety. You have a great season last year. Tied for the lead league with six interceptions at safety. How much do you pride yourself in that? You call yourself a DB because you're not a cornerback. You're not a safety. You're a guy that from the outside looking in, you can play all, all three spots. Truthfully, I feel like I'm the best DB. One of the best DBs. Top five in the league. I mean... We don't get in the contract. We don't get in none of that. To turn that tape, you can't match. Nope, you can't match me up with anybody and say, oh, this guy does this exceptionally better. Like, I was challenged to go play one position. I did it. I was challenged to go play one position for three years. I did it. So I think the next step for me is bringing on the next set of young guys who can do the same thing I can do. So I'm not really focused on trying to be outspoken on who the best. I'm trying to be outspoken on who the best leader. And I think what stuck with me, playing with number vets, Malcolm Jenkins, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, it teach you like, gotta humble up. Mm. So you ain't really gotta say much. So I think, things why a lot of guys feared me this year because they expected it, but they ain't really expected. But now it's on and popping, like, don't be surprised. What about this secondary in Detroit now? Obviously, added Cam Sutton, added yourself, Adam Emmanuel Mosley, guys who have yeah. played for great franchises, been starters in this league. And then you get some young guys, too. Jerry Jacobs is an up-and-coming player here. Jeff Okuda, I think, still has a lot to prove. And Kirby Joseph Trace. It just seems like with what they've done in free agency, with the additions that they've had, it, it really is a talented and deep secondary. They in New Orleans. Is that what it is? It reminds me what AG did in New Orleans. You put a bunch of young guys who want to play football, who want to go get it, and you throw them out there. And I think last year was the throwing out process. Throw them out there, see what they can do. This year is more so, yeah, we know who we adding. E-Man been to a Super Bowl. I've been to a Super Bowl. Not to discredit the young guys, but when you get that vet presence, mm -hmm. Cam, me, you understand, like, there's more than just playing for winning the game, you trying to get to the next step. So I think those young guys, plus me, is going to gel perfectly because you got people who've seen it from a different side. And I'm not talking about me. You know, a lot of coaches win the Super Bowl, so like, we got a coach telling you how it is in the Super Bowl, and we got a player that's been there and done that. You ain't got to win it, but you can give them the experience, like the little things. So I think just give them the little tools just to go to the next level, I think that's what's going to separate us this year. How much did last year leave? I don't want to say a bad taste because it, was a, taste. it, it was a great run it to the Super Bowl. Run. How much does that did that not finishing that last game make you want to get back there and, and help this, this organization get to there first? This stain because a loss hurt, <laughs> but Super Bowl loss ain't no joke. It's one of those ones where it's like, Everybody says a what, 18 league season. It's really like 25. Really? Do you ever get over losing in the Super Bowl? No, nah, because you've been there, you touched it. Yeah. I think when you play so good, this ain't testament myself. This is to every player I've been in. When you play so good and you, or you do something so good and you just fall short, that made me understand like who the Super Bowl will show the real competitors. They show you who's there for the moment, who's there to seize the moment. And I think we didn't seize the moment. 
I just want to say we. The team I was on, we didn't see the moment, but I feel like in order to get back there, you have to see, you have to be where your feet are every day to get to that point. And I think that what I lost hurt me because I did. You do everything right, and you're not rewarded in the end. <laughs> That's why I say they, one of them celebrations that year. I remember it. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Last one for me, CJ. Just how excited are you to join this team? When you look at the totality, when when they called and, and wanted to bring you here, you obviously do a little bit of research of what they have from the offense being top five and in, in just yeah. about every category last year to some of the young pieces on defense and what they've added. Just where's your excitement level of, of where this team could potentially be headed? You gotta just trust the message. I think when you got multiple different messages it don't gel right. You gotta hear one voice. It's always gonna be that leader or that that chief or that chief gotta be able to lead the Indians. And mm -hmm. I think for this year, for us, we gotta understand that what Coach Dan putting down is working. You gotta be able to pick it up. Yeah. Because you're putting it down, you can't let it lay down. So I think we gotta pick up all the hard work that he's laying down, we gotta embrace it. Understand that. It's always a it's always a day to get better. If, every day you wake up, you gotta get better. Yeah, one percent better. And that's why I'm here. I think that's the grind that everybody's gonna accept. Well, I think everybody's gonna enjoy it. I know Lions fans are certainly excited that you are here along yeah. with a lot of the additions. Congratulations on the contract. Can't Thank wait you. to see you on the field with with all the other new guys. Appreciate it. Welcome back to the 20 in the Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft and Lions fans will recognize this gentleman sitting next to me, Graham Glasgow, <laughs> drafted by the Detroit Lions in the third round in, in 2016. Terrific start to your career. Obviously signed the big deal with Denver in free agency, but now our, our, you're back with Detroit after signing a one-year deal in free agency. Just what was it about you know, wanting you know, where this team is at and, and why this was a, was a good fit for you right now, Graham? Well, first things first, I I really wanted to play with my friends. Like I, I told that <laughs> told you that a little bit earlier, but coming back here and playing with Taylor and Frank was something that I I really wanted to do. And just seeing how, I mean, I know that the season started a little rough last year, but then seeing how they kind of went on a run there at the end, yeah. and seeing how well the offense was playing and how well the offensive line in general was playing out, that's something that I really wanted to be a part of. And uh, I mean, because I know how much it. I mean, I know how much it means to the people around here. Yeah. To, to have a good because you were here, team. you know. Yeah, I was here when the last time we made the playoffs and mm -hmm. uh, back in sixteen, a while back. But <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But um, I'm just excited to be a part of something where there's, you know, it seems like we have a clear direction here, and this team is is trending up. First impressions of of, of Dan when you met him. He's really tall. <laughs> he's a he tall still dude. Yeah, a no, bit. he's he's pre he's pretty buff. He he's pretty tall. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see how he's a tight end in the NFL. But he's a. I mean, I only talked to him in passing for a little mm -hmm. bit. But he was. Uh, he took an interest in you know my my family life and, you know I, I I appreciate that and you know making a little bit more of a connection outside of just what can you do for me. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna talk to him a little bit more later, but. So far, I mean, I, I think he seems like a really good guy. And you mentioned it, joining Taylor. You guys were drafted together in, in 2016, obviously close friends. Um, and then Frank, 
who's become a Pro Bowl player um, in this league. And, and Penne at, at right tackle, a Pro Bowler. Jonah Jackson at left guard. He's been to the Pro Bowl too. Just how excited are you to join a line that essentially has five Pro Bowl caliber players on it? I mean, it's... I think it has to go without saying. I mean, I think that it's that was one of the big things that I really liked about coming back and joining this team is that everybody here just seems to be on an upward trend and doing really well, playing good football. And and that's what it's all about. Like, I just wanted to come back here, play good football for myself and, and for the fans. Versatility. Yeah, I know you played guard when you first got here, played center. You've done it both in this league. How important is that for guys in your position that, that play the interior to, to be versatile like that? Because Frank's done it too. I know it's in Jonah as well. But with those pieces, with, with you three guys, just, just how valuable is that to be able to really have three guys that can play three different spots? I mean, just from a situation on like game day, I mean, if you have a, like I remember uh, my last year here, I was playing right guard, but then Frank went down in a game. I had to go move to center for, Mm-hmm. Uh, game maybe a little bit more than that like a game and a half or something I'm, I'm not quite sure but uh, just being able to do that and then I feel like that allows you to help put the best five out there which is I mean I know that might be cliche in the in, <laughs> in the coaching world and in football but I think that that's important to be able to do so it's just while it makes people valuable it also is just important for the makeup of of a room and for a line and beyond the offensive line, too, Jared Goff had a Pro Bowl caliber season. And you know, some of the receiving threats, Amon Ross St. Brown has is, is become one of the best slot receivers in this league. We're going to see Jameson Williams. Got to see a little bit of him, um, you know, at the end with Swift and, and obviously signing David Montgomery now, too. Just how explosive, how good can this Lions offense be? It was top five in the league last year, and it looks like they've only gotten better this offseason with guys like you and David and some of the guys they're adding. I don't know. I mean, it's, it seems like we're. It seems like, as I said, everything is trending up, and that's what made it such an enticing place for me to come back to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just outside of like the personal ties, everything that you just mentioned was something that I had taken into account. And um, I mean, Jared reached out. He seems like he's a great guy, really nice, really nice fella, and uh, seems like he goes to work and is a real consummate professional. Which I'm, you know, I, I love to see that. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, as, as you said, you said it, I don't know, probably I would hope better than five, but we'll see. Um, you've been here, you were drafted here, you played here, you know what this community is like in terms of their love for the Lions, their love for football. What would being a consistent winner mean for this city, for this organization and, and being part of that? How much would that mean to you having started your career here in Detroit? I think it would mean everything to the fans around here for us to build the Lions into a consistent winner. And it would mean a lot for me as well, just going to Michigan, being around the area for five years, seeing, I mean, a lot of Lions playing here for four years, almost spending 10 years in the area. For me, it would mean a lot as well. Well, I know Lions fans are excited about what this offense could be. Now you join um, at right guard and and kind of really solidify that offensive line. It's going to be really fun. Congratulations on being back. And we can't wait to see all you five guys out there together. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Tim.
Welcome back to the 20 Minute Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft. And I am welcoming in CJ Moore. What's up? Special teams extraordinaire, safety, a kind of a guy that just kind of does it all. One of those glue pieces, I think, to a roster because you're a guy that obviously is an elite special teams guy, but you've stepped in played safety, played defense at a high level in this league too. How much do you do you value the aspect of, of being a versatile player in this league? Man, I'm, I'm thankful for it. Uh, the more you can do, you know, the more you can do, you know, you have a job. Uh, yeah. And it, it's just been great uh, being able to just to be relied on to go in and play safety. If you need me at Nilco, I could do it. I'm gonna go out there and compete. On ST, I'm trying to be the best in the league, you know, so it's just been great to have the different you know, the skill set to be able to play all those positions. You know, and I know there are some teams very interested in you in, in the free agency process. You re-signed with Detroit. What was it about Detroit, this situation that just fit for you, CJ? It was a no-brainer. It was yeah. a no-brainer. Like, what, um, you know, Miss Sheila's building here, um, Brad and Coach Dan, like, it was a no-brainer. And this is home. You know, I'm from Mississippi, but this is my second home. And, um, you know, it, it, it meant so much to my family uh, just to come back home. How excited are you for that secondary room now, too? I mean, some changes in there, obviously, with some of the new additions with with Cam and Emmanuel and, and um, Garner Johnson. I mean, that room's going to look different. There's going to be a lot of competition in that room, and that's just going to make everybody better, isn't for it? For sure. For sure. Uh, I'm excited about the competition. I'm excited about the new guys. It's going to be crazy back there. We're going to have a lot, a lot of plays being made back there in the back end. And, um, you know, the competition only bring people to their higher, you know, play at a higher level. So I'm excited to see where it goes. You are one of the elite special teams guys in the league. What What do you love about having a head coach in, in Dan Gamble and, and, and a coaching staff that really values that aspect of the game? I mean, you look at some of the guys, the Josh Woods, the Chris Boards, I mean, spending resources yourself to, to, to really make that an important part of the game. How, how much do you do you value that as a player, as a special teams guy? Grateful for it. Uh, a lot of teams don't value ST, you know, to that extent. And I'm so thankful that we have FIP and Coach Dan actually buying into what he's coaching and in the players and um just thankful that you know we get a we get to play a big part of games you know it's not just kicking the ball we're trying to change the game every time we step out there i mean the fakes right yeah right. you're playing last right. year and 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 that you guys are successful at it but but dan doesn't mind calling them right you know he he loves those special teams you guys are always keeping other teams on their toes because of that right yep uh coach coach dan he's gutsy he's gutsy <laughs> and and he trusts us to go get the job done, and we practice it over and over, uh, you know, to get it and to get it done every time we step out there. Uh, so uh, we, we're thankful for him. What's it like playing under FIP? Because we, when, he, when he talks to us with the media, he's one of those guys that I think every guy downstairs when he does media sessions, you, you love FIP. Um, just kind of seems like a genuine guy, funny. Just what is it like playing under 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 Fib? You had any good Fib stories, man? Coach Fib <laughs> is great on the field and off the field, and man, the fact that we could be in a practice and he wants to run down on a kickoff rip with us, he's like, "CJ, I, I bet I beat you down on, on this kickoff." I'm like, <laughs> and then he actually takes off, so now I got to really wind up and go catch him or whatever. But uh, Coach Fib is great. He he actually lets you play. He doesn't overcoach. He we we go over it a couple times in practice, and then game day he he's he steps back and, and gives it to us and go out there and just ball out. What does it take to be a really, really good kind of core special teams player in this league? You gotta be scrappy. You gotta be, it's a, it's a bar fight out there. Um, that's what my twin would say, but it's, it's a bar fight. You gotta go out there and um, 
it's 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 gritty. Not everybody wants to do it. Yeah. Not everybody wants to do it. It's, it's it could be nasty, and um, you just gotta you just gotta have the right mindset and obviously the skill set to go get it done. I know you talked off the top about this, CJ, but just how, where's the excitement level at with 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 what this with what Brad and Dan are building here. And you saw it those last 10 games last year. Right. And now with the additions, you've got, you've got to have five draft picks in the top 81. Yeah. I mean, you raised, you're smiling already because yeah. I can yeah. tell the excitement. It, it, yeah. it, it's palpable. But, I, I mean, just what what's that level like? Where, where are you at with that? And just how excited you are for where this thing is headed? It's about to get scary. Yeah. It's about to get scary. Um, I could just – what you've already been building over the last two years has been great. And – like you said, the picks, it's, it's going to be something special. We're just so ready to give, you know, more wins to the city. Yeah. We feel like, you know, people are hungry for wins around here. And the fact that we were able to be positive last year in the record, that that just was great. So, yeah, we're, we're excited. And you saw Ford Field at the end of last year right. and what that is like. Now, imagine that's for a division title. Imagine that's a playoff atmosphere. Have you let yourself maybe think ahead a little bit about what that venue could be like, what this city could be like if you guys can get to that point? It's going to be crazy. Um, I can't even really imagine it. Like, I know everybody's going to come out. I know it's going to be deep. Uh, like, we played the Bills here. We played the Vikings when we beat up on them. Like, it's going to be special. It's yeah. going to be special. Well, you are a special special teams player, a versatile guy, a glue guy to this roster, a guy that can do a lot of different things, step sure. in there. Congratulations on the new contract. And you. uh, I know everybody's excited for this thing to get rolling because there's a lot of excitement in this city surrounding you guys. So congrats, yes, man. Appreciate you. Welcome to the 20 Minute Huddle Podcast presented by Microsoft. And I'm happy to welcome in Lions kicker Michael Badgley. Resign. Michael, congratulations on the contract, first and foremost. And what was it about Detroit? What was it about this situation that you loved here last year that made you kind of, you know, you know want to re up with this? Um, I, you know, I think getting to know this organization throughout the year, you know, when I did come in and then just the rapport that I was able to build and the, you know, just the locker room feel. And, you know, there's, there was something special about last year. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, we went on that great run and made that playoff push, and you know, we kind of just fought hard till the end. But it was just one of the, it's just you know one of this one of these places that why wouldn't you want to be? I mean, this city, something like that. You you want to you want to make it happen. I don't know if Lions fans know this, but you're a heck of an athlete. You know, for for, for you, know, you kick your toes, you have this reputation. But I mean, you won a state title in hockey, which I love. When did you start playing hockey? Early in life? That was early. It was probably on skates at like two or three, something oh, wow. like that. Yeah. And then obviously the natural one with that, a lot of hockey players play lacrosse. So you did that. Mm -hmm. And then you play football. You were not only a kicker, but you played defensive back. You played some running back. You filled in at quarterback. I know won a state title there. I mean, you had your you had your uh, hand in a lot of different things growing up as a, as a youth athlete right yeah I mean that was kind of the whole my whole life growing up was just sports it was always constant it was always next season on to the next sport so it was uh you know all the way up and through the end of high school 
And then obviously, you know, went to college, kicker, great success there. And, and I know there were some issues here with, with the kicking early on, and you kind of really stabilized that. And I know one thing FIP has always talked about is, is just your confidence and, and, and that you exude that. It, it, he called it a calming effect to that room. <laughs> Where did that come from, Michael? Is it just you've, you've always kind of had that personality? You've always been that guy, just really confident in yourself, your abilities. And it, it, FIP, that was one thing FIP really loved about you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think that's got to come with the position. Um, you know, I've always been confident in my ability, confident in what I know I'm capable of doing. Um, you know, and I guess that comes from, you know, maybe playing all those different sports and now that all of a sudden you just get to funnel it into one sport and one position. Um, but for the most part, it's it's just knowing that you're capable of doing what you know you can do. And uh, I've always kind of had that confidence. And it's, you know, if I can pour that out into the locker room and some of these other guys, why not? You showed that last year, 24 of 28 kicking field goals, a perfect 33 for 33 with extra points. I know Lions fans are excited to have you back because of that consistency. Money Badger, is there a, a, a better nickname <laughs> than, than that? When did that start out? How'd you get the, the Money Badger that, that, nickname? Yeah, that kind of came my rookie year. Um, it was one of those situations where, you know, no one ever makes up their own nickname. Right. Uh, so it was kind of the fans started making that name and I guess it just kind of stuck. And the next thing you know, they were saying it on TV. <laughs> you talked about Detroit, the situation here, just how excited are you watching all the other additions that, that, that Brad has made? And obviously you guys have five picks in the top 81. So you're going to get some draft capital, some, some guys that can come in um, and be really good in that regard too. Just how excited are you for, for what's building here and, and some of the guys that you've gotten and how you've improved this football team this off season? Yeah, it was, it was one of those situations where you could just see this team had it within them, you know, towards the end of last year, you know, the way we would fight and just that locker room, we knew what we were capable of. And then anytime you're able to add on to a situation and add new pieces and, you know, this organization and this staff, they know exactly what kind of player they want. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're just going to, you know, mold perfectly into this locker room and it's just going to be that much better. It's got to be a culture fit with these guys too, right? I yeah. mean, it's not just you're a really good football player, but they want guys that, that fit a certain type, fit that locker room. You talked it off the beginning, how you love that locker room, how it gelled. It's not just you got to be a really good player. You've got to be the right player, right? Yeah. You got to be a dude on this team. You know, there's guys <laughs> and there's dudes. Um, and I think, you know, Coach Campbell does a great job of, you know, making sure that we got dudes in that locker room. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's an exciting time, you know, seeing all these moves that, you know, Brad Holmes has made and what we know we're capable of doing this season. We're excited about it. What's your process in the offseason? Do you stick to what you've always done? You, you know, you're Mr. Consistent. At least you've shown that to be through your college and, and, and professional career. What's your process like in the offseason? And maybe what's one thing that, that you've maybe tried to work on this offseason or, or try to implement to better your game a little bit? You know, I think... You know, I definitely try to keep it consistent. Um, you know, you take a couple trips here and there, but um, definitely keeping the work, work ethic alive. And what, what's been cool is I've been able to work, you know, with our guys, you know, out and out on the field and get field work this off season. Mm. Uh, so that's been kind of a new Scott addition. Scott and Jack. Scott and Jack. Okay. Yeah. So I've been able to go out there and work with them. Um, and that's been fun. But other than that, it's, you know, I guess, you know, you definitely still want to get away from the game because it is, you know, it's a long grind. Yeah. So you want to be able to make sure that you can balance stuff out. And uh, I've I've just made sure I kept it light enough. But at the same time, I've been working. You've been working. Yeah.
since Brad Holmes has been working too. You're part of that. <laughs> I know Lions fans are really excited to have you back with the consistency. You really settled down that kicker spot. Congratulations on the new deal, and we'll see you when you, all you guys get back here in the springtime. Appreciate it. Thank right. you.